Welcome to Stroke of Wisdom, the podcast that aims to use personal trauma to shape meaningful life lessons. Welcome to another episode of Stroke of Wisdom, brought to you by your host, Janina. So, in last week's episode, I outlined some of the most compelling lessons that I learned during my recovery from stroke. And as I started thinking about that episode, I realized I didn't explicitly recognize a pretty big insight that I gathered, although I may have alluded to it by referencing a couple of key insights. You know, fretting over things that you can't control, obsessing over perfection, and not taking care of yourself. But in calling those out, I didn't explicitly say stress. That said, I thought it was probably really important not only to revisit this, this topic, but also to recognize the impact that stress has and how it is that you're better, you, you should consider managing it. Not only is it bad for your head, but it's only it's just bad for your heart. And I realized that that was something that I had to come to terms with as I was going through my recovery period. And with that said, and also recognizing the fact that April is Stress Awareness Month, I thought it would be beneficial to dedicate this episode to explicitly stress and also sharing a couple of insights that and and tips and suggestions that I gathered on how to manage my own stress. Now, preemptive claim when sharing these tips, I am in no way a professional, but as a person that has suffered from stress and as a survivor of trauma, I have my own fair share of experience in dealing with stress and needing to learn how to manage it. So I thought I would take the opportunity to share some of those things with you and hoping that you take some of this insight to heart. Now, I think this is probably when it's a good point to recognize that we all have triggers on what sets us off and what gets us to that point of stressing and it doesn't matter what our triggers are whether that's work finances family matters it it, that's irrelevant but the only thing that matters is how we deal with these issues and not to manage that in unhealthy ways a couple of the insights that i'm going to share with you i'm not promising that they'll necessarily all work the exact same way. But the reasons that I thought it was really important is because they're all examples of how I try to create a bit of self-preservation, how it is that I'm going to care for myself. And that's, that's the, the value on caring at least you don't erase the problem, but you're much more prepared to go and face your stress. And that's all that really matters. So with that said, here are a couple of insights. 
One thing that seems to work, at least personally for me, is staying active. Whether that's going for a brisk walk or going to the gym or going for a run, keeping your body moving is not only just healthy, so you're benefiting from that, but the, 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 the whole thing about staying active is that you're releasing that negative energy and you're allowing yourself to kind of redirect whatever is gnawing at you. And once you have the ability to kind of create a repetitive pattern, you're allowing yourself to kind of focus on the progress of moving your body and less on kind of the specific issue. And of course, as we mentioned, this is the benefit of capitalizing for the, the health movement and so you, the, the movement and you want the movement to kind of allow you to kind of start to clear your head and there's a benefit in doing that. Now, two, immersing yourself in your passions. When stress has really got you kind of like twisted and bent out of shape, there is something to be said about diving into your personal passions. So the stuff that makes you happy should be your go-to, if for no other reason, to give you the opportunity to break away from what is kind of weighing you down. And once you're allowed to kind of enjoy what it is that you love to kind of spend time on, you can really allow yourself to kind of embrace and get in a better mood. So that way when you do eventually have to deal with whatever is stressing you out, you've, you're capitalizing off of the positive mood that your favorite hobby or task has, has, has made you. Now, number three, meditation. Now, I'm going to admit this is a default one and it may seem like a cop-out to some of you, but, you know, I, I think when you hear that word, even itself, it feels very intense. But meditation doesn't have to be this kind of full blown out sitting on the mat and chanting, although that has its place and a lot of people do find a lot of respite and positive benefit in doing that. But meditation could also be just something as simple as the ability of of breathing and closing and catching your breath and allowing yourself to temporarily shut the world out around you. And that could be you sitting at your desk and allowing yourself that break. There's a million mobile apps that do this. I know Headspace is, is a popular app. And, there's, and, and those kind of things where you can just plug in your, your earbuds and shut down a little bit and allow yourself the ability to drown the world around you. And we are, this is something that a lot of humans struggle with, but sometimes we need the permission to check out from the world around us if we're going, our, if we're going to our, allow ourselves the ability to, to kind of ground ourselves. The goal here is really all about emptying your head. The clearer you are, and honestly, the world looks better when you have the ability to clear your head. And you know what? You're making room for more of the positive stuff that you need to cram in your head. 
Next one, disconnect. Now this may sound super basic, but truthfully, when you want the ability to shut down, you sometimes just need to give yourself the permission to shut down. No need to, no need to make any announcements, just step back, ignore it, and give yourself the ability to kind of step away and then come back and pick it up again. It's kind of like when you're working on a Rubik's Cube and you get really frustrated that the, that the colors aren't lining up the way that you want to, your job is to put it down, walk away, and then come back. And there is, and there is something said about alleviating that kind of frustration by not obsessing over it. So giving yourself the, dis, the, 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 the license to step back and disconnect is, is an empowering one because then you're reclaiming a little bit of that breathing space that you need for yourself. Good company is the last one that I'll suggest. This one really works when you surround yourself around people that you care about. And it's especially effective when you aren't obsessing over what is stressing you out with that person. The whole point of surrounding yourself of people that you care about and the, and the good company is to give yourself the relief from the stress. So if you're bending the, the ear of the person you're with, focusing on the stress, you find yourself kind of revisiting that negative place and that negative emotion, and that's no good either. And then you're probably even killing the vibe hanging out with that person that you're spending time with, and that's not fair. So, so good company is really all about creating the peace, the peace. Now, and if you do feel the need to vent, okay, do that, but then limit how much time you spend venting because you also want to make this a moment where you're spending genuine quality time with someone else and letting that do something for your inner, for your inner glow so you are even happier or stronger to embrace that stress and kind of tackle the world around you once you have to. Now, again, those suggestions are just things that I discovered as I was going through these traumatic experiences and they don't, they're all not supposed to be bulletproof, but the whole idea is that they are supposed to be just kind of some ways that you allow yourself the ability to step away and clear and breathe a little bit. And regardless which of those methods you adopt or none of them, the goal of whatever you do to alleviate your own personal stress is all about positivity so that you can ultimately tackle the tough stuff that's weighing you down. It's something that will just make you stronger, much more focused, and give you the best chance of not just addressing the issue, but also just managing the stress. Thanks for listening to Stroke of Wisdom. And if you haven't done it yet, don't forget to check out the show notes for details and contact info. And for this episode, I will also be including a couple of great links and references from the American Heart Association on how to manage and deal with stress. Don't forget also to rate us and comment 
And if you've got something to say, please also feel free to email us. Of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and get notif- and that'll make sure that you get notifications for the next episode. Thank you for listening to Stroke of Wisdom. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For the latest news and updates, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stroke of Wisdom. Or on Instagram at Stroke of Wisdom Podcast. If you have any questions about the show, you can email us directly at podcast at strokeofwisdom.com. Have a great day.